0: Always remember, if you ain't first, you're last.
1: First or last, baby! Hey, y'all. This is MC, and you're listening to the If You Ain't First, You're Last podcast. How's your day today? You a big NASCAR fan? Well, you have come to the right place. Here's your hosts, Juggalo Trey and Tristan Shannon.
2: are back after a long hiatus, and boy, do we have a fuck ton of things to talk about today.
1: An absolute shitload, Trey.
2: No doubt. This is the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast
1: coming to you live from the... Napa Auto Parts Studios in Houston, Texas. Yeah, the Sun Energy. Oh, because he won in that one this week? Okay. The
2: Sun Energy uh, Studios.
1: Do you know what sun energy is? I don't know if it's like solar energy or if it's an energy drink that's supposed to be powered by the sun, but...
2: Yeah, I don't know what, what sun energy is, but they're the winning sponsor.
1: How do you think Napa feels?
2: Um, Probably not very good. No. <laughs> I mean, they put a boatload of money into that team, and uh, for him not to win with them, probably... Not good, but Wait, uh, they're I mean, coming back. They're, so.
1: They were on the car; they just weren't the primary. Yeah, yeah.
2: They're coming back, so I'm sure they're happy with their results. But let's first and foremost get the most important thing out of the way: Watkins Glenn, the new popular driver; Chase Elliott, the people's champion, not the Rock. Not Chase the rock. Elliott winning his first career race,
1: finally, finally
2: after 99 starts,
1: he lost his Cup Series virginity.
2: Yep how about it he's a late bloomer
1: he's a late bloomer um you got to be really proud for the kid honestly um now i think a watkins glenn win it's kind of he's got to win more because if he just has a watkins glenn win on his on his resume you know you got guys like marcus ambrose and aj allmendinger you know he needs to escape that crowd
2: yeah i think he will i think he'll be fine
1: I i think so too
2: especially after the way he handled last week he out he out drove the best yes the defending champion and uh the 2015 champion Kyle Bush yes, sir. Um,
1: Kyle Bush really probably would have won the race had it not been for that uh pit Road area yeah.
2: yeah that Adam Stevens uh error
1: but it wasn't even Adam Stevens fault he wasn't putting gas in the car no but that that I think that drive to the front is really hidden in all what happened to that race yeah I uh, no doubt I've never ever in my life seen a driver at Watkins Glen on a final restart go from damn near 30th to third place he did
2: he did do a really great job and proved why he's the best modern driver driving wise um really just a, a shame because that was a great looking race car and I I really thought that if he had a good enough pit stop he would have been fine but just uh Costly error by the fuel man, whoever that is.
1: God bless his soul.
2: I'm sure Kyle Bush gave him quite the... Uh,
1: Earful there. Yeah, on Monday. Now, he did kind of give Chase his his due at victory lane. You know, you saw him go talk to him and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm sure...
2: Oh, we just saw Baker Mayfield's first touchdown, to by the David
1: way. David Njoku. Yep. Uh, Sorry to interrupt Fantasy, you there. fantasy watch there in yep. Joku. Um, But yeah, it's... You know, I kind of feel like had Martin Tarek Jr. have won that race... Kyle would have been a little bit more upset but I mean Chase Elliott it's and the playoffs is weird because you have Eric Jones Chase Elliott winning those two guys were really solidly in the playoffs like regardless of points so the playoff standings I think is going to come down to to a points battle the only outside guy I could see winning now that we're past Watkins and Glenn is is Suarez
2: yeah you know I'm going to give you kind of a a wild card though one that a lot of people
1: kind of been sleeping on. He didn't have a good run at Watkins Glen, but Ryan Newman could win one of these too. He could, uh, similar to how he won Phoenix last year with the, with the fuel strategy. Um, Ryan Newman, if there's someone out there on, on four old tires and you said you need to hold this lead for five laps and he's you're gonna in the playoffs. He's going to find a way to he's, do it. He's I don't gonna, know how he does it. He'll, he'll wreck the whole field and he'll do it.
2: But yeah, no doubt. Um, so an interesting first few laps of the race. Uh, all, everybody almost died on the first three laps,
1: which is good. Yeah, which that, was that awesome. is that's great road course NASCAR racing. You know, we
2: also saw yeah, uh, we also saw Joey Logano plow into who was it?
1: Uh, uh, I believe I know I know Almondinger hit him, and Logano I think hit Larson.
2: Yeah, and it cost it cost Logano. all three of them. Yeah. Really. But it, it hurt Logano more than anybody. He fell out of the race. Dead last. I'm sure it doesn't really affect him very much since he's pretty much in. Caldega. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, man, crazy action-packed uh, first three laps and an even more action-packed final three laps. Um, Martin Truex Jr. just didn't seem to have enough rear-end grip to stay with the... There's an menu window there. Enough. He didn't seem to have enough grip. In the back of the race car, to uh, run with the the nine, that's what he said. He said every time he got up next to him or got right to the bumper, he couldn't seem to to run him down. He would just get looser and looser every time he caught up to him.
1: And I'm not. And the good thing about that is that it's Chase's win no matter what, because even if Truex doesn't run out chase wins that race you can't yeah. say well truex ran out so chase shouldn't have won that race
2: yeah yeah no doubt um a lot of people were trying to use that argument a lot of chase not chase fans right we're saying if martin truex doesn't run out he passes him i don't think so
1: no no way he catch him the only reason why he got that close to him on the final lap was because i don't know what the hell chase did in that first turn, but he blew it i think so he will
2: hopped it yeah he said he had wheel hop, and he had to get off the throttle. And he
1: had to downshift it, huh? Yeah, I yeah. think so. So did Truex, though. Truex kind of came in. And, because Truex would have plowed him. Yeah, yeah. I would have,
2: too. Like, uh, But imagine the controversy there would have Ky- been. And
1: then Kyle Busch wins.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, a relatively fa- uh, fan-respected driver and Martin Truex Jr. just drives through the new golden child of Chase Elliott. And
1: it leads to a Kyle Busch Kyle win. Busch wins the race. That would be... The worst-case scenario if you couple it with what happened that night. Yeah. After the race. Yeah, that
2: would be pretty much how the rest of the week went.
1: Yeah, God.
2: But uh, Martin Truex was still able to finish second, which was a surprise because he wasn't home. able to get around the whole racetrack. But a uh, a good good emotional, touchy-feely, feel-good kind of moment after the race with Jimmy Johnson, who had wrecked uh, pushing Chase Elliott back to pit lane. Really good moment there. Kind of a, some would regard that as a passing of the torch. I don't quite see it that way yeah, yet. Yeah,
1: a lot of people saw it as that. And, uh, you know, it, it was a great moment. It's something that that we will always remember. There will be pictures of this that we'll see for the rest of our lives. Yeah. About Jimmy Johnson pushing Chase Elliott to, to, to well, at least to the front stretch so he can celebrate with the fans and his crew and whatnot. But yeah. Passing of the torch is a little bit premature. Yeah,
2: I think so, too. That's like... uh Way too early to make that projection, right, although I really think Chase will be a good race car driver and maybe win a championship or two yeah, I, um, I agree I don't think he'll ever be in that same same sentence as Jimmy Johnson he, he won't all be all, all done
1: yeah, he won't be all seven times
2: no, and I don't even think that uh it, I don't think anybody will ever do what Jimmy Johnson Richard Petty or Dale Earnhardt ever did again
1: yeah and and Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's situation is really weird because he's had, for his standards, a horrible season. But in the last 10 races, if he catches fire, he could win a championship. Yeah,
2: again. And that's how it was in 2016. Yeah,
1: and that's exactly how it was.
2: Um, but, you know, I mean, it's just incredible what he's been able to do all throughout in such a short period of time. Yes. To win seven championships and you've only been racing for 16 years. It took Earnhardt. I mean, you're damn
1: near batting 500.
2: It took Earnhardt nearly. Well, it didn't take Earnhardt that long. It only took him a year to win a title. But it took. Uh, well, now, now that I think about it, it's really not that incredible. But
1: I mean, it's credible for for our for our standards now. Yeah. Because we've seen Gordon win four, and then we're you know we're like, whoa, Gordon got four pretty quick. And yeah. then Jimmy Johnson said, no, it's my it's my show now.
2: He won five in a row, which is <laughs> unprecedented. Um, and the fact that they change the standings almost damn near every
1: year. Because of him.
2: It it really kind of shows you the impact he's had on this sport. So good for Jimmy. I still think he makes the chase this year. Oh, easily. Um, He'll probably point his way in. And then after that, all bets are pretty much off,
1: you know? Yeah, if he doesn't have any playoff points going forward, uh, I'm laptop list today, so I don't know if he has any right now. I don't think he does. I don't think he's even won a stage. But if... Whenever, whenever it all comes down to it, there's going to be three or four guys, maybe five, that you can say, okay, they're going to be into the second round for sure. Yeah, And then it's just a dogfight for the rest of them.
2: Yeah, Kyle Bush, Martin Truex Jr., the big three, everybody, all of them are in.
1: I would say Boyer is pretty much a guarantee, yeah, to at Boyer, least out of the first round. Yeah,
2: Boyer as well. Um, but then after, yeah, you're right, the parity really kind of goes down. You know, it's just those four, maybe Kyle Larson,
1: yeah, now Larson could just like last year have some performances that takes him out.
2: Yeah, last year was kind of circumstantial though with that engine blowing.
1: Right. Oh yeah, you can't blame Larson for that.
2: But um, you know, I, I don't know. I I really
1: think that this is going to be a a better championship battle than people say. I think. I think by the time the playoffs come around, at least at, at latest midway through the playoffs, there will be another contender. I think so too. Because it might be Larson.
2: It might be Elliott. We yeah, don't know.
1: It might, it might be. And and Eric Jones has been having some good races. Uh, I don't think he's ready to be a champion yet, but they, it, there's, there's going to be someone else. Yeah. Uh, but getting back to the, fi- the finish of Watkins Glen, have you ever seen that video online about uh, Truex's guy yes! putting the lug nut on to avoid a penalty? How did they get away with that? I don't know, and I don't know how there's not a penalty when there's literally... Visual evidence as to what they were doing Listen, onto that car.
2: It's NASCAR. Audio evidence or
1: video evidence don't mean shit. Hey, fuck. I mean, well, I guess you. I guess they need a cop there to make sure that that it's it yeah. handled correctly.
2: Like NAS The only evidence NASCAR needs is like, like uh, oh well, we think he might have did it. We think that. Uh, yeah. We think that Brian Vickers may have pitted to get uh, get a lap back or get the point for Martin Truex Jr. But. We have video evidence of Clint Boyer spinning out here on purpose. Uh, that nah, he didn't do anything. It was all it was all just an accident. It's just what
1: we think.
2: Yep. Oh, Jimmy Johnson admitted to backing his car into the wall on a burnout so he could make the car, uh, you know, unable, shorter.
1: Yeah, unable to go through inspection.
2: We have evidence of Jimmy Johnson's crew chief Chad Kanos talking to him.
1: Nah, who cares? Who cares?
2: But anytime there's like something may have happened nascar jumps yeah brings down the band hammer
1: but to be fair the lug nut situation and i'm kind of teasing the next the next section or the next segment is really the least of nascar's problems right, right now, now yeah right? as of this week yes
2: i would figure this is the best time for nascar uh owners or or pit crews or drivers to commit like a uh, like a rule via, oh, yeah. rules just, violation. Just
1: fuck everything up. You're you're gonna get off so clean because they're having to pick up their own shit right now. Yeah. They don't have time to pick up yours. This is just like when you have a substitute teacher, right? And the whole class just acts up. Well, oh, I'm gonna write your name down for the next for your teacher to come back. Yeah, and then, he ain't
2: coming back. No, but uh, that's definitely something we're gonna talk about Ooh. at great length.
1: Yes, here I, in the second I, I segment. I hope so
2: we got to talk about. All kinds of stuff. Are we,
1: are we even going to talk about Michigan?
2: I think I think we could talk about that. We'll, okay. we'll sprinkle that in here in the okay. first segment. Let's talk some Michigan. All right. Um, you, What's the title sponsor? I don't even know. Oh,
1: yeah. Again, Laptopless.
2: Uh, so we got Michigan this week, a 2.5-mile oval. Uh, I don't know if the Xfinity series are going to run the same uh, rules package they ran. They might. But, but we got uh, a triple header
1: this week. Okay. All right. I'm I think we do. I'm with it. Um, we were supposed to have
2: a one of our supposed guests that we haven't gotten, we hadn't heard back from yet.
1: You know, he won the K and race at Watkins Glen. Yeah, he yeah, did. That was a good race.
2: Um, he's going to be in that race. Yes, he is. I think he's got a really good shot. Um, you know, so let's talk truck race first. Let's uh, talk
1: trucking. So who do you th- who do you got this week? Uh as far That's as That's not the, Johnny Sauter. it's not See lately though, Johnny Sauter's not been the guy. There's kind of been wind sprinkled amongst a few other drivers. Um but man, the Crafton Crafton the 88 team really looks like they're coming on strong. They're they're starting to get their shit together. Um but If you, I guess, gun to my head, if I'm picking somebody, I'm picking Todd Gilliland to win his first race. His first
2: race. Would that would he be in the chase?
1: Yes, that's the only way he can get in. He cannot point his way in.
2: I don't like that rule. Like, if you miss races because of injury, I get it. Yeah. But if you miss races because of age, and you automatically get a waiver to make the chase, but fucking, you you run out of sponsors and you can't make next week,
1: you don't get a waiver. Right. That's. That's dumb. That is incredibly dumb. Yeah, like I agree.
2: That's one of the 900 trillion rules that need to be changed that, in this sport. That literally
1: shits on the little guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, as a sport, you're sitting there and you're telling these guys, we don't care. You don't bring money into the sport. You're really great, and you provide good press for a sport that needs it, but we don't care. No. You missed a race because you didn't have enough money. Fuck off.
1: Yeah, and, and honestly, guys like that... That NASCAR could market itself so much better. Yeah. It, besides besides the the young guns or whatever and, you know, all the young guys trying to win. It there's so much more. There's like they could they could shed the light on the grind of a smaller team, just how much the sport means to everybody involved in that team and what success means. It's it you could really put at least with like a small business owner or something, you could really put a connection there. Yeah, get them some fans of that team. But you know, fuck it. We're we're gonna have Eric Jones and Daniel Suarez and Bubba Wallace all put on commercials.
2: Yes, yeah. just... and to an extent, I get that. But we they there definitely needs to be more coverage.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying don't don't televise the young guys because hey, you're gonna need to do that. You're gonna need to have people know who they are. But there there's there's more than just. The three guys who are dominating and the new kids. Yeah. You know? it gets, And it also
2: gets really annoying. Those stupid names are made here. Yeah. When names clearly aren't made there. No,
1: especially if there's anyone who's ever run a cup race ever in that race.
2: Man, nobody's more out of touch than the NASCAR. With the music they have playing in the background, that dubstep that people stopped listening to in, like, 2013. Hey, the kids love this. No. We don't. And, <laughs> and that's another thing we're going to have to talk about here.
1: Make NASCAR cool again?
2: Yeah, we, like at the next segment because, as
1: you know, the things p- happened.
2: Yeah, we're, we're going to leave a radio tease for that. We got about three minutes left in this segment. Let's talk about the Xfinity series. All right. Um, we got, they're running at Michigan. I don't know if they're going to run the same Aero package they ran last time. That Mich- they were at Michigan,
1: right? The All Star race, yeah, kind of package, yeah.
2: But um, if they do, that's definitely something that could be interesting.
1: They the Xfinity series up until recently, where the trucks started putting on some pretty good shows. I want to say the Xfinity series has been the best product that NASCAR's put out this year. Yeah,
2: I think so too.
1: Um, and I and I think I think that package works well for Xfinity because I, I know I know for the Cup guys, they get a little bit mad because it's like, well, there's no skill in us just hammering the pedal down but it gives say say kyle larson kyle larson might lose to ross chastain in that in that setting because they're both going max out 170 and just using the draft
2: yeah see the thing is i'm okay with those type of restrictor plates at at talladega daytona for
1: the all-star weekend but we don't need that every week no 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 and and they and i think i think xfinity wise they've done a good job as Recently spacing it out. But I remember right after the All-Star race, it was just, we need, to get, we need to get this in. We need to get this in. And it just felt like they were just slapping you in the face yeah. with the All-Star race. And
2: people were like, it's not a gimmick if it's saving the sport. Uh. It's not going to save the sport. We're going to get tired of the same racing every week. Just we're, like how we are now. Yeah, we're going to get tired of it. Like, we're going to see side-by-side finishes every week. And we're going to be like, oh, hey, we saw another fucking photo finish between three drivers like we did last week.
1: Awesome. Whoop-de-doo.
2: Nobody wants to see the same thing over and over again. That's not why I watch sports. I don't want to see the Cowboys win a game by a field goal every year, every week, you know?
1: Yeah, we might lose by 21 the next week. Yeah, and, I and get... that's, that's great. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it makes me very upset.
2: Me too. And they're going to lose a lot more here with Saquon coming in, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, we're, we're just not going to talk about that. Yeah,
2: we'll, we'll save that for the fourth segment. Um, so we got about a minute left.
1: Who do you got for the Xfinity race? Um, I don't know what cup guys are in it, but I guess just going off Xfinity guys only. I mean, Christopher Bell, he didn't win at Watkins Glen, but I, who else? Who? I mean, who else is stepping to him right now? Nobody. Nobody. So just give me Christopher Bell next week. Probably next year's Rookie of the Year. If he gets called up. I think he does. Okay, we could talk about that and whose car he takes later because yeah. that's, that's going to be a little bit of a debate, I think.
2: Yeah, I think so too. All right, so we're going to kind of cut the cord on this segment just because we have so much to talk about we here do. in the next segment
1: i guess we need to get the cup race too
2: yeah we're gonna go over a minute in the next segment probably All right, hopefully fine. this phone doesn't go beep, beep 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 and it sounds like there's a
1: damn like Bomb. yeah yeah that was a little scary
2: yeah so uh we'll be right back here on the if you ain't first your last podcast All right. So we're back here on the if you ain't first your last podcast. It's ha- segment 2.
1: Happy to be back.
2: Happy to be back for sure. thought we were going to record for 2 days, but some weather came in and
1: yeah, I'm sorry about that.
2: It's it's no big deal. Weather weather kind of ruins some stuff sometimes. It happens. But uh, we're here and uh obviously we got a lot of to- a lot <clears throat> a lot of topics to talk about.
1: This one's a big one.
2: This is probably the biggest thing to happen uh, to NASCAR in a while. A real embarrassment, though. Uh, Brian France arrested for DUI and OxyContin. Yeah. Or Oxycodon, one of the two. Is there a difference between oxycotton and oxycodine? It's, uh,
1: it's so many questions when I don't have my damn computer. Yeah, but... I, you, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, let me see, let me see. Let's see if this computer works. I think oxycotton
2: is more for, like, pain... And oxycodone might be like a more for anxiety. Let's see. But I don't really know. I've never really done drugs ever in my life, so I don't know anything about drugs. Uh, let
1: me see. Because
2: I'm pretty sure he was arrested with oxycotton.
1: Yeah, he he was. Um.
2: Maybe oxycotton is a like a softer substance, like when it because it's cotton like. That was
1: that was a joke. That was that was
2: that was really bad. Um, but yeah, so that was obviously the big story. Many people don't believe that Brian France will make it out of this one.
1: It's what I'm seeing is that it's pretty much just a, I want to say a heavier dose, like, like oh, really? what you were saying. It, it apparently has fewer side effects when taken in a medical for medical uses. So that's good.
2: Yeah, at least he was taking a, a smaller dose of.
1: Yeah, he was being respectful. Yeah, he was being responsible, you know. Yeah, drinking and driving might as well just take some oxy, but the lighter stuff.
2: Give him credit for where it's due. Um, so obviously, luckily nobody got hurt. Um, except- he was except him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, apparently, according to the TMZ report, initially he referenced his relationship with the president made all kinds of do-you-know-who-I-am claims. Right. That was proven to be debunked, I believe, by Adam Stern, the great Adam Stern. And, you know, I still think he did it, though.
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised just because Brian France. like, And it's funny because everyone who's a not NASCAR fan views this as like, oh, I bet NASCAR fans this is what happens when your leader gets caught or something like that, like some 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 weird shit trying to, like, I guess trying to tie Brian France to Donald Trump as, you know, our, our leader. Or whatever. Right. But, um, I don't none of I don't think any NASCAR fans like Brian. France. I've never
2: spoke to one. I, okay. One person has said he's done a good job. Uh, uh, and he was a NASCAR on Facebook commenter. Ah,
1: yeah. That's so can't trust those. There you go. It might've been a, a, a burner account of or a Brian. Russian hacker, yeah. you know, I, he's doing great.
2: It was like the, the week of the Daytona 500. This dude was like, man, I go to Watkins Glen and I have the best time. He's done a really good job engaging fans. With fucking what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that there's that. The new interim CEO is Jim France. It's his uncle, isn't his it? His uncle, yep. Uh, he's ran IMSA for a really long time, and he's done some things that have looked shady. Uh, his son, JC France ran in sports cars and he was suspended for what else but a DUI great and uh, he got to come back a year later when the charges were mysteriously dropped in Daytona
1: hmm I, I wonder how those got dropped
2: uh, yeah B2 he when the cops asked him who he was he said I right, we run this town I'm JC J. France you're done when my dad gets a hold of this you're done. So, Can
1: the France family just go away? Yeah. Please. I mean,
2: they're really taking what the Bill France and Bill Sr. made and they're just turning it into... Just, just shit. Yeah. yeah. But you know what this, how the saying goes, the first the first generation builds it, the second generation grows it, the third generation kills it.
1: And that's really how it feels right now, honestly. That's how. I, that's what
2: I'm getting out of it. Yeah. So, obviously, that happened. More than likely, he might do jail time. Unli- I don't think he will.
1: Oh no, he'll get out of there.
2: There's zero chance he'll do jail time. But I've read a report that said more than likely he will do jail time.
1: Uh, I'm sure he'll find his way out. He'll There's, get deferred adjudication. He'll he'll get some sort of probation or I don't I can't even see him getting community service. Honestly, me neither. He's he'll, just gonna get just the lightest probation. Ever. Yeah,
2: he'll, he'll probably get like I said, he'll get deferred adjudication, wherein case he as long as he doesn't break the law, he, he won't be in any trouble. It'll be like probation, but you know that's just how it is. The rich, the rich get away with a lot more
1: because they can afford better lawyers and they know the president. <laughs>
2: yeah, they know the president.
1: <laughs> you think he'd have gotten pardoned?
2: Uh, no doubt, hundred percent. I
1: I guarantee you he gets pardoned. That would be a really funny. That I kind of want to see that through.
2: I gar I. I guarantee it's going to
1: happen. I, I agree with you, but I, I just want to see it happen. Yeah. Just to I be do like, too. oh my God.
2: Uh, uh, Brian France is a nice guy. Yeah. Really smart. He brings him up on stage. Come on up here.
1: Come, come. He did that before, didn't he? Well, with somebody pardoned? No, he did that with Brian France. He brought him up on stage. It was for his, uh, it was while he was running. Yeah. I, th- I think, was he trying to get, he was trying to get North Carolina, right? Yeah, I think
2: brought... so. And he brought up Chase Elliott and Ryan Newman, David Reagan. Mark Martin, NASCAR legends, you know? Yeah,
1: like David Reagan.
2: <laughs> Bill Elliott. He brought up another big story. Bill Elliott
1: going to run at Mid-Ohio here. Yeah, a rookie. In two weeks,
2: yeah. How about that?
1: That's. I hope he doesn't like Morgan Shepherd. It where he starts in parks, but you know. I don't
2: think he will. He's in a better car, than Morgan Shepherd. I, I, I Morgan Shepherd has. I
1: hope he. I hope it works out for him, but I don't see any way how Bill Elliott finishes better than twentieth. Funny thing is, he's gonna get the rookie stripes. He should. Yep,
2: and uh, that'll be the first time he's ever raced there.
1: I'm sure he's gonna get so much shit for that. The, so, for the rookie. Oh yeah. Sh- yeah.
2: No doubt. I wish Chase would have ran mid Ohio as well, and they yeah. would have raced against each other. But that's not going to happen. Probably not. Chase is going to be too busy, fucking in uh, wherever at Bristol. Cup I stuff. Think. Yeah, and uh, so that's that's going to happen. But back to Brian France. Um, nothing new. He no. has a
1: history of this. Yeah, nothing unexpected. Um, but you know, as as horrible as what he did and just how big of the egg on the face it was for NASCAR, I think, I really think that the media really kind of fucked us too. Yeah. Because literally hours before all that shit happens, Chase Elliott wins his first ever cup race. The yeah, guy who huge. was supposed to be like the next Dale Jr., you know, the the, the guy who everyone gravitates to. Huge and for the sport. Huge, ginormous for the sport. And I want to say outside of uh, like Fox Sports and NBC Sports, like t- like. Media Google cover it. yeah. Besides the people who are invested in NASCAR, I think I saw AP Sports put out like an article about it, yeah. And then where this Brian France stuff happens, it makes ESPN and Sports Center. I'm just like, that's that, that just really pisses me off, honestly.
2: Here's a question Do you think maybe this gains more traction if he doesn't win at Watkins Glen for his first race, but maybe he wins, I don't know, Atlanta or. Or a, a southern track, or it, Darlington.
1: It it would be the most traction if he won at a super speed. Yeah, Daytona. Yeah, ha- it would have to be Daytona. I really thought he was going to win Daytona this year too. Yeah, but it's it was Watkins Glen, and, and and honestly, outside of the sport, the only way it gets attention is if it's the Daytona 500, even if it's the July race. No one, yeah, no one outside's going to care. Um, um,
2: yeah, I agree, no doubt. Um, but even the big races, and as long as you're not like. Uh, as, as long as you're one of those boring vanilla drivers, I don't want to call them boring, but like an ordinary driver like an Austin Dillon or right. something, you're still going to get a little bit of coverage because it's Daytona.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, because Austin Dillon had that had that media tour and all that. Yeah. And, and, and plus the, the number of car he drives also helped him yeah. out with that. He was doing it for Dale. He was doing it for Dale. Praise yeah. Dale, raise hell.
2: One thing I kind of found interesting about you know this whole debacle with Brian France is the suggestions people had to replace him at CEO. I saw Tony Stewart.
1: See, that's 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 not going to happen. No,
2: it's not. No, there's zero chance that happens.
1: That would look so awful. And and honestly, who at this point who wants to run NASCAR besides Kevin Harvick? Who said he would?
2: Yeah, he Kevin Harvick did say that. Uh, Maybe Jeff Burton. That was if you're gonna
1: go down a former driver's route, why not Jeff Burton? Yeah, and Jeff Burton would be a great ambassador for the sport. He they, they called him the mayor. The mayor, yeah. Go ahead and make him the the CEO.
2: Yeah, make him the governor.
1: Yeah, take him a step up. Yeah, let's give him a pay raise.
2: But uh, yeah, that was that was who I wrote about in my article. Who, if they're gonna go down a former driver route, Jeff Burton.
1: You know, I would I would love that.
2: Why not have a panel of former drivers? You know, like.
1: Kind of of like how uh, England does it with the Parliament? Yeah. Okay.
2: Or Uh, like, uh, you know, make... um, I I don't know. I don't really know Just not the France family. ...directly runs NASCAR, to be honest with you.
1: Uh, It would have to be... I mean, it has to be the France family. Yeah, obviously, but like... And the speedways.
2: Who makes the decisions?
1: On shit like what?
2: Just, like, where they race or, like, the rules... Like, I don't know,
1: it's so, there's so many people. There, there's so many talking heads. Yeah, there's yeah. Mike Helton, there's, uh... Well, okay, Mike Helton, I want to say, probably handles the day-to-day. Yeah, and
2: he's not very good either.
1: No, but it's, as a, unless he dies, retires, or, or has some sort of scandal, he's there.
2: I can't think of it, that's
1: the problem with, with sports. All their leaders, nobody really likes, except maybe Adam Silver. Yeah, and in even now there's oh man that should have been a touchdown but even now there's kind of been some like i don't think it's that no one likes adam silver it's just after a while you kind of get tired of the same guy yeah
2: the thing is the best the best thing to happen if you're like a, a commissioner or a ceo is if nobody talks
1: about you oh yeah then it's great
2: like manford for mlb baseball who knows manford not me
1: no i don't I, even know what the dude looks like no me either yeah and um <clears throat> it, it, it's funny because everyone takes shots at baseball, of MLB, for not marketing their players right, like Mike Trout and all that. But no, no one ever says Rob Manfred. It's just baseball. Yeah.
2: Nobody knows who Rob Manfred is. Yeah, and baseball has done a pretty good job of getting away from,
1: of hiding his identity.
2: Yeah, uh, you know the steroids and everything. All that, all that hatred for. The higher ups and the powers that be have transferred to the NFL and NASCAR.
1: Oh yeah, the NFL for sure. Yeah. So. But real quick on baseball, this this is completely off topic. Let steroids. Let let, let that happen. Yeah. Let him do any drug. Any drug. Well. <laughs> let him do cocaine. You, you just have just have like like Hunter Pence, Hunter Pence on cocaine. Could you imagine that batting stance? He just, you know, Hunter Pence has like rocks everywhere anyway. Yeah. He'd be like like. Uh he just be out of control I guess. I really don't really know what other words to describe.
2: Yeah, I, I don't either. You know, uh but a lot of people really like steroids in baseball. I'm sure it still happens to an extent. And it should stay. Uh yeah, probably.
1: Cuz it puts on a better product.
2: Yeah, it's their problem at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Even the pitchers were better during the
1: steroid era. Oh, Clemens? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Oh, seven time. I know he allowed like 3 runs a game, but He's still got a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I gotta disagree with you on that one though. On steroids? Yeah, I, I like pitching pinching uh pitching duels.
1: Let's see, but the average fan doesn't. The average fan wants a ten to eight baseball game with four home runs.
2: That I guess. I mean, that's just not for me. But like I was saying, back to NASCAR. Um I really don't think we'll see another CEO. I think it'll
1: just be Jim France from now on. Just in place.
2: Yeah, and I really don't think he's gonna have much choice of what ha- what goes on in the sport. We're still gonna see stages, probably. I hope we don't, but we're still gonna see stages. We're still gonna see that win and you're in format. It's not gonna change. Maybe well be- the cars will change. Well,
1: because they've 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 kind of dug their grave with this. Yep. They've changed the cars. They've changed the playoffs. They've changed now to the stage that. If they just go back, then it looks really desperate.
2: Yeah. Like, that's like Coca-Cola Classic going back to uh, just regular Coke. Right. When they had the new formula, they were like, oh, my God, this formula Mm -hmm. sucks. Yeah. And then they made Coca-Cola Classic, and then they just went
1: back to Coca-Cola. But, see, everyone forgot about that. Yeah.
2: And I think that's what's going to happen. Eventually, somebody's going to change it back to what people like, and NASCAR will be
1: back in the good graces See, but by then, the majority of their fan base that was alive for all that is going to be dead. That's true too. So you're still going to bring in new people. Yeah, I don't know how you bring in new people. Literally, the only, the best way to me is you you have to keep it how it is because if someone's because this this is what's going to happen again. If someone's raised in this playoff format, and that's the wins, all they're going to know. That's all they're going to know. And then if they change it back, they're going to be like, "Well, what the fuck? This is what I know." Yeah, that was all I knew. Yeah.
2: And that, but
1: but that format we had before was all we knew. Exactly.
2: So that's probably why we're the most mad about it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as
1: long as there's cars on the track, I'm still gonna watch. As in, as lo- well, for me, as twenty or more. I need twenty or more on the track. Yeah, me too. Because that that's gonna honestly look embarrassing if they line up for the Daytona 500. And there's twelve cars. They got to
2: figure out a way to. That's something I hope Jim France can address. Make these cars more affordable. I don't know how you
1: do that. No, yeah, it's uh, it. There's nothing stock about a stock car.
2: No, it. But as kind of a good segue, Mustang, the yes. new Mustang coming yes. on board next year. <clears throat> we'll kind of tease that for next segment. We got about four minutes. I don't want to cut this one
1: short. Well, here I just had a question for you. Speaking on the Mustang thing, it's not about that. But Toyota's coming with the Supers for Xfinity, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay, so are Supers coming back? Like are, I would I would
2: imagine. They
1: have to. If they're that has to be like their platform.
2: It'd be Camaros, Mustangs and Supers. The one thing I got to ask though,
1: do we see a dip in production with Ford teams next year? See, that's the thing. That's they you have to cuz if we're seeing just a new Camaro body hurt Chevrolet so much and and Toyota just I mean, but whenever whenever they had the new Camry body, Toyota, they, they kind of struggled struggled the first half of the season, but then they caught on. Yeah. Now, will it be the Chevy struggle where it's just, oh my God, bad? Or will it be the Toyota one where it's like, okay, Kyle Busch, will, or I guess in, in the case of Ford, Kevin Harvick will win two races before the midway point of the season, and then Ford will just take over, like kind of right. like how Toyota did.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, it's really been crazy, but. Maybe this win is at lot. Well, I can't talk today for some reason. It's Maybe okay. this win at Watkins Glen will be the spark for Chevy again, though. Hopefully
1: so. Hopefully I hope so
2: too. So, you know, the Mustang. What were your general thoughts on how it looked?
1: Oh, uh, I you know, it's better than a Fusion for sure. Um, it def it looks like a race car, which uh, square one. That's what you need. Uh, I think I think the Mustang will do good because it'll bring people in who were like, oh, it's about fucking time they have a Mustang in there, you know? Yeah. So, I, I, to me, it can't hurt anything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. I don't think so either. No.
2: So, that's going to happen next year. I mean, I don't... I can't really think any teams that might switch manufacturers to Ford next year. No. I do know of a team that will be switching to manufacturers to... I had a little bit to drink today. Oh. I had some Fireball earlier. Oh,
1: yes. You're coming in loose.
2: Yeah, so but the Levine Family Racing team okay. might be switching to Toyota next next year. 90%
1: sure. <laughs> 90% sure. You have sources on that? You just saw some I just
2: saw it on Twitter. Okay,
1: all right. I'll, I'll roll with you on it.
2: That's what I'm hearing. More than likely they're going to switch manufacturers and it's more than likely to Toyota. Who knows? Maybe they run a second team.
1: That's, I remember you talking about that, and I think that's a tease for old, uh Christopher Bell. Yeah. So we'll get to that.
2: He'll bring some sponsors with him, and then he'll replace somebody at Joe Gibbs.
1: Interesting. We'll Perfect.
2: have that debate here in the next segment. Um, first and foremost, though, thank you for joining us. If you've listened on into the second segment, I'm sorry. I'm kind of... Kind of loopy today. Hey. I had about two or three glasses of Fireball.
1: You know, I think everyone listening right now wishes they could have two or three glasses of Fireball. So you can you're, you're living the life. Just go on up to Kroger Yeah.
2: and uh, buy a bottle.
1: Are you a guy who says K. Roger, or are you just are you just straight That's Kroger? That's pretty
2: funny. I never thought you of really it like
1: have that. Oh, wow. I
2: didn't know they spelt Kroger. like I thought they spelt it different,
1: it's but just, that could work. It's just K. Roger. That like, could be a
2: good nickname for like uh, somebody with a name like Kevin Rodge or something. Yeah, maybe. I just made up a random name with K and, and Raj in it and uh you know. But
1: you a Target guy? Yeah. Oh yeah. I like it
2: better than Walmart. Yeah. We're kinda off the rails here towards yeah, the l- end let's of Let's get th- out of here, my bad. Let's uh let's go on to the third segment. We'll be right back here on the if you ain't first your last podcast.
0: I'm I'm- I'm-
1: And there it goes. All right. Go. Now, now we're, we're back. Good. Yep. So let's talk. So uh, Target. No, I'm just <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah, Target. It's There's Bobby great. Beats, though. Bobby Beats, he's That's giving a, us
1: the. Is that like the Kanye West bear? Or what is that?
2: It's the. Yeah, I think so. I think he's given us a time limit. Right?
1: What? No. All right. Oh, oh, he's the supervising. For right. sure. For sure. Thank right, you, sir. Cool. Thanks, Bobby Beats, for coming in with your divine wisdom. And your good music shirt. Here, hang on, hang on. I, I need I need a I need a thumbs up if Texans get more than eight wins, thumbs down if they get less. Thumbs up if they get more than eight wins, thumbs down if they get less. Okay, more All than right, eight wins. There you
2: go. Bobby Beats has faith in Deshaun.
1: Bold prediction.
2: So let's talk about this week at Michigan. We got a big race. Yes. A two and a half mile racetrack. Two point five mile. Let's give our predictions. Who do you have winning?
1: Uh, who do I have winning this race? Let me see. If we're going Cup Series, see, it's. it's I don't want to take any of the big three because I feel like that's cheating. Yeah. Honestly, because
2: besides the big three, right, so we're gonna take them out. they're Probably gonna win anyways.
1: You know, I've been waiting on Keselowski to make the turn. Really? Yeah. I've and re- it's the home track. Yeah, I feel like I picked him in the last Michigan race and he just destroyed my heart. You know what? No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Larson.
2: That's a good pick. Yeah. That was gonna be my pick. I'm but, sorry, but now that you said he won, I'm gonna just make one up at the top of my head. I'm gonna say Ty Dillon wins this week at oh, Michigan. Oh my
1: sweet Jesus! Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure that's not your 20th place? He's pick? gonna
2: win on a fuel strategy race at Michigan. At Michigan, Ty Dillon
1: Trey. is Come, gonna be able Trey. to save enough fuel, Trey.
2: and he's gonna bump Jimmy Johnson Trey. out of the chase. Trey, Ty Dillon wins wins Michigan. Trey, this I'm, week. I'm
1: gonna let you try again. Are you like 100%? Ty yeah. Dillon. You promise? Yes. Ty, not Austin, Ty Dillon. No, Dylan. Ty Dillon. He's going to get Jermaine Racing, their first win. Are you sure? It's going to be on a fuel mileage race. You're bullshitting me. No. You're not bullshitting I me. I think Ty Dillon's going to win this week. I will give you $1,000 if Ty Dillon well, wins this I race. hope you have your savings account <laughs> open because it's going to happen. Right. God told me. God told you. All yep, right. He
2: woke me up this morning at 8.53 a.m. he said, fireball? Yeah, he said, hey. Hey, uh, you know that NASCAR thing you like? And I was like, "Yeah." He's yeah, like, well, yeah, God. Well, you know, uh, somebody big's gonna win that you didn't expect. And I was like, "Who?" He's and he just said tie, and then
1: he so Tyler finished his sentence. Tyler Reddick's running this race. I think so. Um. I think he's in the 48 car this week.
2: <laughs> for, and speaking of the 48 car, let's talk about throwbacks here for a second. What the
1: fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Indeed. Yeah. That there's. That was the shittiest throwback ever.
2: I think it's the the worst throwback in the history of throwbacks. Yeah. All we, all, all year, every and every year. Jimmy's
1: rookie card. Jimmy's rookie card. Jimmy's rookie card.
2: Yeah, yeah. Why, why even, could
1: it? I would have settled for a Mike Skinner throwback. That would have been cool. That would have been a cool. Yeah, yeah. But fuck, like it's just it's just sitting in front of your face, and you're like. Yeah. let's go with something simple. Yeah. No. Fuck that. That his rookie car Yeah. I mean, or Mike Skinner. Yeah. It, it
2: would have been awesome. I would have even settled for like '06 when he won his yeah. first championship yeah. with the black in the, yes in the middle.
1: That would have been fine too. I'd have been completely fine with that. But I mean, fuck. There's. It's like. It's like. It's like you're saying, "Wow, I'm hungry," and there's like a a cheeseburger right in front of you, and you're just like,
2: "I think I'll have a salad." Yeah.
1: No. That, the beggars can't beat users. No.
2: Not at all. I you know somebody who liked that, that car though?
1: Was it Jimmy Johnson?
2: Probably. But a guest of ours, John Bellamer was a big fan of the, the paint. Uh, oh, paint. we're gonna have to bring him in here. Yeah, we're, we're If he's to, still here, we're, we're gonna have to break him his over his the ass. coals.
1: Yeah, because that's 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 just disrespectful.
2: I, I don't know. I think I think uh, John Bellamer, he's just I think he's a he's a man that that isn't picky, you know? I think John it, it doesn't take a lot to to please John Bellamer, he's just happy to see the cars on the track, there I think.
1: You but, I mean, fuck. And that's
2: a good way to be. But at some point, it just comes sacri- becomes sacrilege. Yeah. And you think that, when I mean, I just don't understand. You have so many options, and you just go for the lowest common denominator.
1: Yeah, that's, they, they, they were safe.
2: So now that we kind of got on the topic of throwback cars, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Okay, next year. Okay, so we all know Kyle Busch is running the Skittles, the the Skittles throwback this year, yes. right? Ken Schrader next year, right? That could happen.
2: Has to be. I think that's a good possibility. Or but I, it or, might be a
1: interstate. Or yeah, like Dale Jarrett, Bobby Labonte, something like that. But he's
2: he's ran that once before, I think.
1: Yeah, but come on, man, just just get me. Just give me a, a Ken Schrader throwback, or even Elliot Sadler. In the that would be cool.
2: I'd like to see a Ken Schrader throwback that would more be than cool. anything. Yeah. yeah. So now that we're on the topic of throwback cars, what's been your favorite besides the Kyle Busch car?
1: Um, let me think here. You really put me. On I the got spot. a
2: whole throwback throwback thread right here. If you want to see all the hey, let, cars. Yeah. Here. Let
1: me let me see. What what's your let favorite? Me, thus mine far?
2: currently. I like the. Uh, the Ryan Blaney throwback to his dad's seventy seven car. Oh, the
1: Jasper. Yeah, I really. Okay.
2: And obviously the Kurt Busch one's really nice because they have the little like you know how the Sharpie car had the marker. Yeah. They have the little CNC machine. Okay.
1: Um, that one's. Those are my top two. See, and it, it's just so simple. They threw Kurt Busch back to Sharpie, and then and then like the forty eight teams just like, well, that's cool. Let's fuck that. Yeah. Let's let's, let's just make it easy. Yeah.
2: But no. I'm going to give you the best throwback scheme this year. Okay. Easily. Okay. This one right here. Matt DiBenedetto. Oh, throwing Jack back Jeff Burton. Burton. Okay, yeah, that one's X-Side definitely, that one's definitely throwback. the best. Yeah. It's funny how all these teams that don't have a lot of money make the best damn throwbacks every year.
1: Yeah, that DiBenedetto card, that's, that's that's copy-paste, honestly. Yeah. Same, same font, it's everything. almost... The
2: spitting image
1: Just the wrong of number. Jeff
2: Burton's car. Yeah. Watch him slam into the wall and there'd be a big rainstorm and he'd still
1: find a way to win Darlington <laughs> yeah. like Jeff Burton once did. Man, that that was a fun race. I remember that.
2: That was, that. was I was like four when that happened.
1: I was probably, how old are you? You're like 21, right? I'm 23. 23. We're yeah. the same age. Okay, so I guess I was four too. I swear I remember watching that and being a little bit older, but okay.
2: Here's Joey Logano's throwback. A really, really interesting look here. Going with the Steve Park. Okay, uh, yes,
1: I remember seeing the Steve Park one. I like that one, too. That one's up
2: there as well. We got Ryan Newman's looks terrible. I don't like... It's it's throwing back to Neil Bonnet.
1: Let me see it. But it's really... uh, This is really kind of a weird thing we're doing here. We're We're just passing your phone back and forth. Okay, now the the Stenhouse, Chad Little, John Deere card. That one's pretty cool.
2: That's badass. Yeah. And then you got... Denny Hamlin
1: and Eric Jones throwing it back to J.D. Gibbs in a car that looks piss poor. That's kind of lame. Now, the, the, the Eric Jones car looks cool, but the, uh, the Hamlin car looks awful. And
2: we don't have a lot of throwbacks left. Uh, Jamie McMurray, I don't think, has announced his yet.
1: No. Uh, Cole Custer's is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it's the A.J. Foyt lookalike. Yep. Um, obviously, if you're a NASCAR fan, you've either seen most of these paint schemes and you're just listening to us talk about them. But this is a big, big deal for our sport. We uh, have the throwback weekend where the drivers drive with older paint schemes. Some of the most creative I've seen were from Carl Edwards when he ran that Tony Stewart throwback. Yes, yeah. But I want to ask, while we're on the topic, what's been your favorite of all
1: time? My favorite throwback. Let me see here. Fuck. You keep on putting me on the damn spot. Um... Wow, can I can I choose a car from this year? Yeah, because yeah, absolutely. that, that Debatedo car was it is incredible. Beautiful. Yeah,
2: my favorite of the three or four years they've been doing this, I'm gonna have to go with Kyle Larson's 42 mellow yellow Chevrolet. That,
1: yeah, that one was pretty sweet. That
2: was beautiful. Dale Jr. had a really good one when he drove the 88 Vavilin. He, Chevrolet? Oh, did, was that for Mark Martin? I think it was for Neil Bonner. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Trevor Bain yes, did the yes. whole Mark Martin yeah, that's thing. Right, that's right. Those look good, too. And that's always the one of the best parts of this year, you know? Like, uh, the best parts of any NASCAR season, when you get to see the throwback paint schemes. You,
1: you know, I wish... I wish. Um, you remember how they'd run those Looney Tunes cars at yeah. Richmond uh, like t- 10, 12 years ago? Because uh, I think Looney Tunes was actually sponsored that race. I don't remember how, but... I wish I wish Looney Tunes would be like, all right, we're in, and they and they do that again. We could see like the Tasmanian Devil in the car and all that. Remember, Har- I think Harvick always had yeah. Tasmanian. Gordon Devil. Gordon had
2: the Chrome Illusion. Uh, yeah, Yosemite Sam. I yeah. think those are good times. Those were the all the Chevy guys got. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Because it was the Chevy Rock and Roll right 400 or whatever, or it was the Pontiac race, and then they had the Chevy Rock and Roll 400 where bands would sponsor cars.
1: Yeah. Uh, big and Rich, I remember sponsored. Um, the thing was Robbie Gordon.
2: Yeah, Robbie Gordon had a trapped. Remember trapped? trapped. They they sang that one song. Had strong take you. Oh on. yes, okay, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Man,
2: horrible time in music. O three through or O two through O five, in my opinion. But that's for segment four. We'll that's, talk music then. We're talking paint schemes right
1: now. That's right, brother.
2: Um. The paint scheme I was most impressed with this year was obviously Kyle Busch's.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: Um, it looked pretty close to Ernie Irvin's. But you know what I didn't like? The the exclusion of Derek Cope. He drove that car, too. Well, Where's his recognition?
1: Oh, come on. Oh, Derek Cope's still racing. Yeah, I know, kinda. but you couldn't at least bring him to the shop, you know? I mean, hey, Derek, look at this. Are oh, you going to be in the commercial? Okay.
2: No, I don't want to
1: be <laughs> in the commercial. Maybe he said that.
2: Yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. I don't think Derek Cope is really one for the camera. Mainly because he has has that really creepy mustache. Yeah. No, nothing against Derek Cope. I'm sure he's a great person, but he really needs to shave that.
1: <laughs> I mean, it looks really bad. It's. I mean, it's his look, though. Like, yeah. like Derek Cope is from the mustache era, though. He is kind of... Fr- That's crazy to think he's still racing. The, yeah. And I, he's
2: doing a great job over there at Starcom. Yeah. His-
1: the- oh, go ahead. My bad. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, it's... It's it's guys like that putting back into the sport that's really good.
2: Yeah. He's doing a great job getting his team together.
1: Now this should be a throwback right here. The, the old Cartoon Network car. Yeah,
2: I think that we'll see Cartoon Network kinda and I think we'll kinda see them, you know, bring back their interest in NASCAR. I hope so. I hope so too. And maybe we can get NASCAR racers back.
1: That'd be sweet.
2: We could get like the new generation of NASCAR racers. And get
1: like get like uh Larson or whatever. Yeah.
2: Man, those were the days. We're kind of in a NASCAR nostalgia segment Honestly, here. Honestly, man. But I, that's what fans like, you know, nostalgia.
1: What, what was your favorite era of racing? Was it, what like, f- while you were alive? What has been your favorite era, like, like a 5 to 10-year window?
2: Um, I'm going to say late 90s or early 90s through, like, 04. 03 okay. was, like, the last year that people were really interested. okay. Like because it was the classic point system, right? And Matt Kenseth won one race and still won a title somehow. But uh, like o five, like o four through o five, like now, that was like when I was peak interested in NASCAR because right. that was I'd always been into it, but that was when I followed it and kind of understood it. Oh more. yeah,
1: I'd go online and check like Jeff Burton's like point standings and all that. see, yeah. where, see where he is. Yeah. Um. But I'd probably say around the same window I'd probably say probably two thousand or twenty ten yeah uh, probably my favorite just just omit the car tomorrow and then that's that's it that for was me. the stupidest decision they ever made Brian France
2: yeah we, we need to bring in a wing and we need to we need to add a wing and a lot of downforce it'd be perfect it'd be awesome look at these cars they look like the future <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: uh, it's, I I, I want to see one car out there that looks anything remotely close to the car tomorrow on the streets.
1: Right. You can't. Yeah, because that car... Cause, probably because manufacturers are like, oh, God, those look awful. And they're like, Let's, fuck that.
2: Yeah. You know a good season, though? Everybody kind of talks about great seasons in NASCAR. 2011 was an awesome season. You had Regan Smith win a race.
1: Yep, at Darlington.
2: Trevor Bain win the Daytona 500. Yeah. You had... Paul Menard won the Brickyard. I think David Reagan won the second Daytona race.
1: No, no, he won. He won. I think he won the Talladega race. He
2: did win a. Ta- but he won the the second Daytona race in 2011. Remember, And the sixth car.
1: Oh, the UPS car. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: And uh, that awesome championship battle, probably the best of all time. We have 2011 to blame for what we have now because. If it wasn't for Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards tying for the championship, we wouldn't see that one
1: race decides the title. Yeah, I hate that. That, That's my least favorite part of it.
2: I do, do too. I think it should always come down to consistency. Right. But, man, what a race that was. Like, everything, there were no crashes in that race, I don't think.
1: No, it was just literally just a a duel.
2: Yeah, and then there was that brief 30-minute rain
1: delay. Imagine if that race ends under a rain.
2: That would be the worst. That would be the worst thing you could a- at that point. I don't care if
1: it's halfway. You got to finish the race tomorrow. And that's really ballsy to put that race in Florida because rain can can affect a race like that,
2: especially in Florida. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Florida, you don't know what's gonna happen. Exactly. Florida's climate's a lot like ours. Right, it, hot, humid, or raining.
1: On the way over here, it rained for about ten minutes, and then after that, it was just sunny as shit.
2: Yeah, that's just how it is here in the south.
1: Yeah, right that's on. That's how we brother. do it here. That's it.
2: But uh. You know, just in great times for NASCAR back then.
1: I think we'll get there again at some point. I certainly hope so. Um, I think it's going to take. It's going to take. It's going to take. I think it's going to take Larson. It's going to take Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney and Ryan Blaney. It's going to take those guys because they're they're young, good looking guys, right? To an extent. To an extent, and that's what that's what brings. People to your sport, they you need a face. Like honestly, right now, who who is the face of NASCAR right now in terms of a driver?
2: Probably Chase Elliott or Daryl Wallace. Okay, and all that right. I think Daryl Wallace will be a lot like Junior, and kind of how he he doesn't win all the time, but he's really popular, right?
1: Because he's a Junior. He's a great guy, though. Yeah. He's honestly like a a, a great human being, to yeah. Be honest with you, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's not what's going to write you checks and bring sponsors.
2: Hopefully, Wall or Daryl Wallace Jr. can find a win here soon. Now, when
1: he wins, that'd be huge. when that dude wins a race. That's going to be everywhere. He might win Talladega. That's that's probably of this season. That's probably his last best shot.
2: I guarantee you it'll be the last lap, and like championship, there'll be championship implications, and somebody's going to need to win that race to get into the next round. And Daryl Wallace will be right behind him. And coming into the tri-oval, he's going to just drive right around him and he's, win the race.
1: Bump Alex Bowman out
2: of the yep. way. Yeah, Alex Bowman needs to needs to win here at Talladega to move on to the round of uh, <laughs> of eight or whatever. Would,
1: would there be one driver everyone would be more okay with getting shoved out of the way by Bubba Wallace than Alex Bowman? Like, um, I mean, like not not not. Hang on, let me rephrase that because yes, there is, but. I mean, like... Kyle. But, yeah, that's that's what I was or thinking. Brad. But with zero reaction. You know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Bubba knocked him out of the way.
2: I don't get why people don't really feel... Like, I get it. Alex Bowman doesn't really bring a lot to the table when it comes to personality. Right. But he's a really good race car driver. He,
1: he is. And he kind of looks like a man-child, honestly.
2: Kind of. I could see it. A little creepy. I, well, I don't know if I want to make those dispersions of his character, if, well, that's, if that's how you pronounce it. Well, I mean... But I get what you're saying. He is
1: very young. We need to take shots at people. That's, he, that's how you get. That's how we get listeners. He's around our age. Yeah, but he he doesn't like. He looks like he could be anywhere between the ages of 14 and 40. So does Cole Custer. Yeah, Cole Custer. That dude is ugly. That dude looks like a duck.
2: Man, I hope that
1: man. I hope Cole Custer isn't listening. I, I don't think he is. If he is, then. God bless you, Cole. We'll see you in November. Yeah, but uh, please talk to us. Yeah, you can you can debate you your your appearance. On, you want to come on our yeah. podcast?
2: But uh, yeah, that was that was. Um, you're probably right on that. Bowman would probably get no reaction whatsoever. I'm like, oh, we
1: should Bowman out of the way. Go, Bubba. You know, it's...
2: remember uh, there was a time at Kentucky, Daryl Wallace was making like his second or third start, this and when uh, he was
1: subbing, yeah, okay, and he
2: wrecked Matt Kenseth. And this fan on Instagram just said the most horrible, vile things about Daryl wrecking Matt Kenseth.
1: I I can only imagine what was said.
2: Yeah, and this guy, you know he wasn't over the age of 18. He was probably like 12, and he didn't really know the consequences. But, like, funny how things would change. If Matt Kenseth wrecked Bubba nowadays... Oh, people would be
1: pissed. It'd be a hate crime, almost. We're going to delete that. I, that I called it a hate crime. I mean, but, I mean, that, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's... There ain't, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I mean, there's stuff wrong with hate crimes, but there's nothing wrong with calling that a hate crime. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a borderline... You're saying, you're saying how he'd be reacted Yeah, to, it would be a know.
2: borderline... Uh,
1: disa- it would be a disaster. And I, I think, honestly, because it would depend on how Bubba would take it. Like, I mean, obviously, every, every fan's gonna be like, oh, well, fuck Matt for that, and, you know? But if Bubba's like... That's racing. You know, they're going to be like, well, okay.
2: Yeah, that's kind of how the uh, reactions of things like that get dictated. Like, if a driver's cool with it, the fans are like, "Uh, eh, whatever.
1: Because, like, honestly, had Chase Elliott not been just heated after Denny Hamlin punted him, I think it would have been a little bit less worse than what it was in Martinsville. Yeah, I still think people would have been pissed. Yeah, out. but it wouldn't have been, like, death threats to that Hamlin. Was,
2: yeah, that was the turning point. Kind of That was, like, when everybody knew Chase was
1: the guy. Right, right.
2: Like hearing that—that that was like awesome to hear, though. When that crowd was cheering, it felt like old NASCAR. Again. It did,
1: yeah. Because they got behind somebody, you know?
2: Yeah. And then when he took out Denny at, at uh, Phoenix.
1: I think I don't think he took him out. I think he just gave him a good shove. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But uh, ended up taking him out of the championship hunt. That Phoenix race, they get, they get a fair amount of people going to that race. Yeah. More than I thought they would. I think it's because they have a limited amount of seating. Uh, kind of like Pocono. Yeah, yeah. But that was a great race. Uh, Matt Kenseth that passing awesome. Elliott. Seeing him win. Potentially his final race. His final race. Yeah, <laughs> for, I don't for, see him winning anything else. Maybe, I wonder what would Maybe Talladega. Be. Yeah, it
1: could be. Maybe, well, he can't get DeWalt. That'd be a little weird. Yeah.
2: But, but uh, maybe he, he does a Visine throwback to his old Bush car.
1: Or he could do a Viagra throwback. That to would Mark be Martin. awesome. That'd be hilarious. They
2: had some Viagra uh, vibey kind of cars this year when they ran that six with the uh, blue font.
1: That's true. I
2: do, man.
1: That blue font was beautiful. We need to get Viagra. Viagra needs to come back. I know. We they, need to get Viagra to sponsor the show. <laughs> the the the, the Viagra be, Men's Vitality Studios in Houston, Texas. Yeah,
2: this is the uh, this is the extended part of our show. Do, and you th- do you think we'd get free boner pills for that? I wouldn't want any. From what I heard, they're horrible.
1: For real? Like yeah. Like in what way?
2: I just. Oh, we'll save that I'm, for segment okay, four. Okay. All right. We'll save the uh. The uh, male vitality uh, boner pill segment for segment four. But I'll give you a hint. Uh, Things just go... You don't get much feeling. Oh, wow. So, we got about two minutes left in the segment. Quickly, let's give our 20th place finishers here. Right.
1: Okay, so I had Kyle Larson win in. And let me think. Uh, I'm going to give Bubba 20th. That's That's a
2: good spot for him. I have... Ty Dillon winning. Oh
1: my god. I forgot about that. And I'm going to say Kyle Larson finishes 20th. You can flip that. I'll let you take the same. Nope. You're going to, it's literally going to be flipped. I hope you know that. Your, nope. your pick is going to be flipped. I guarantee you. Man. There's
2: going to be rain in the forecast. I'm I I, I don't know where the rain's going to come from, but there's going to be a storm.
1: Ty Dillon's going to be leading the race. How? How's Ty Dillon? Is everyone else just going to pit and assume the rain yep. passes and yep. he's how is he on the lead lap?
2: I don't know. It's going to happen, though. Because the race is going to have to be more
1: than halfway over.
2: Like, Kyle Larson's going to be reeling him in, and uh, the caution's going to come out, and a big storm's going to hit, and they're going to be side-by-side side at the loop, and they're going to give the lead to uh, so, Ty Dillon. So Larson's
1: going to have to have a bad pit stop for him yep, to get 20th. well,
2: doesn't that happen, like, every week almost?
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to finish second,
1: but I just know Ty Dillon's going to win. Buddy, I... If Ty, if Ty Dillon, if Ty Dillon wins this race, I will. I mean, I'm I'm gonna buy you dinner. First of all, I'm probably gonna defer to you on any NASCAR topic ever created here. I will never debate you. I will, I will never judge you for any uh, 21 pick you ever make, and I. I He's just not gonna fucking win, man. I see. I can see it happening. He's not. I. I. He's not even gonna finish top ten. I can see it happening. He's not even gonna finish top twenty.
2: I can see it happening. All right. Well, it's gonna happen. I think. Um, Ty Dillon's gonna go to victory lane. That's all I got to say. Then you're gonna turn your
1: Xbox off. Nope. Uh, I don't even own an Xbox. I have a PS4. You're gonna turn your PlayStation off.
2: Nope. I'm gonna watch it live. (laughs) Geico's going to victory lane for the
1: first time. I. All right. Okay, that's segment three. Fuck. All right, let's
2: go to segment four here on the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. Got my hand. All right, so we're back. This is the great segment four. As I walk away from the microphone to close the door, this is our fourth segment, and we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit longer
1: than we have. We're, we're gonna, gonna be, go. We're just gonna be bullshitting. We're gonna go forty minutes. You think we can make forty minutes on no. bullshitting? Okay, we're zero just, chance. All right, well, let's do it.
2: We're gonna go maybe thirty minutes.
1: Uh, well, thirty-five. Okay, so what were we talking about before? We were talking. Oh, you are talking about Viagra. So come on, what, what's up? Yeah, of course. But you're, like, you're if numb? you take Viagra, you're numb down, numb there? down there for wow. like
2: four hours. Who wants? That's not what you want. That's
1: not what you want. Well, you
2: got the car going? Well,
1: see, there. you... Well, now, 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 we're not going to have a damn sponsor for our studio. Yeah, that,
2: that's 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 out the window. Maybe n- we can go talk to Seattle. Seattle, yeah, or uh. Who's that Men's Vitality uh, sponsor they plug on the other side over at 97.5?
1: Oh, oh, the, the, uh, fuck. Um, um, damn it. I remember it was, it was Men's something.
2: It was like Summerwood Pharmacy. I don't think they made the pills themselves. I think they just kind of sold them.
1: I have breaking news. Go ahead. Justin Verlander ejected during the third inning Whoa. after arguing a balk call, and the Astros are down six nothing.
2: Damn, not a good look for the Astros. We're JV, man. Look at that
1: sack on Baker.
2: I just, uh, I just got a phone call from some guy named Joe on the studio yeah, line. Yeah, you did, and he was like, "What, what's going on with Verlander? You think he got laid last night?" I was like, "Yeah, probably," but I didn't know he got ejected. Yeah. You know,
1: he, he, well maybe he didn't get laid last night if he was.
2: That might have been away. why he got ejected. But uh, yeah, like I was saying, um, I think it was like Summerwood Pharmacy, and they just sold the uh, the the pills for. They
1: just they just, act, they just uh, were the middleman of boner pills. To... Yeah,
2: and I had a guy call in one time. He's like, "Yeah, hey, uh, I'm calling about that uh, <laughs> Summerwood Pharmacy. Uh, y'all, y'all were talking about what? Y'all got the number for that?" I was like. Yeah, sure, you want to get on? He's like, No, no, I don't want to get on. I don't want to get on here. No, I don't want to know. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go get that for you. And I got him the number. And uh I don't know what happened after that,
1: but maybe he went. Maybe he did. All the power to him, man.
2: But uh that always great to have sponsors. Um as you know, we have Napa Auto Parts and Raisin
1: Canes. That's right. Um
2: speaking of raisin canes, have you ever heard of a of an intern named Kobe Bowman?
1: No. Was all he right. the one who told you that you couldn't ever own one?
2: No, that was William R. Oh. Where is William? Speaking of, of, of horrible people, where is that dude? I don't even know who the hell William R. is. This, all right. So listen, this dude, this dude has said some really questionable things. Okay. All right. So let me give you a hint. Or let me give you kind of a taste of what this dude said. First, he raisin. says you.
1: First, you said he couldn't that you couldn't open a raisin cane. Yeah, he
2: said, "quote Yeah, uh, hey, uh, this is absurd. <laughs> You're never gonna open a raisin
1: cane. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Get out of here." I mean, that's how he talks. My God, that's.
2: He's like. That uh, good. He's really smug. He's like one of those kids that has a pretty good scholarship and a oh. good upbringing. But let me give you kind of a, of a of a background of what this dude said. Go ahead. So we have a, a female intern that works here. You may know her. I don't want to give out her name, of course. She works at a place called Fleming's. And you know Fleming's steak steak uh, steak steakhouse. You know they make good steaks, from what I heard. I don't have the money to go to Fleming's. Oh hell no! But uh, he said I was telling her he was talking about Fleming's for some reason. It was me, Parker. And, uh, him. And, uh, we were talking about Flemings. And, um, he says,
1: uh... I, Our, I remember that kid now. Okay, yeah, I just...
2: I, I said, uh, we got a, a... I got a friend who works there. And I told her her name and everything. And he's like, eh, maybe she can give us some free food. And I was like, I don't think she's gonna do that. And he's nope. like, well, I'll make her give me some free food.
1: Oh, that's not good.
2: That's pretty, uh... That's... Weinstein-esque, yeah, he asked that's, me.
1: that's a little... That's a lot.
2: So, uh, that happened... And then another thing he did, um, he he talked about his Mercedes, and he's like, oh, I hate my car. I have, like, an old-ass old, old ass Mercedes. And it sucks.
1: So. You have a Mercedes.
2: Yeah. A little bit of background on that guy. I'm sure Parker in there could probably give you some pretty funny stories as well. But Ooh, damn.
1: That hurt. Was that, uh, who was that? Oh, man, that might be,
2: that's. Is, is he going to get up? It isn't Brandon Jacobs. No. Or Shane Vereen. No. Or David Johnson. Or not David Johnson. Who was that dude that was uh, on the Giants that had all those rushing yards but then got hurt? I think it was David Johnson.
1: No. No. David Johnson plays for the Cardinals.
2: Yeah. No. It's something Johnson. Man. That,
1: I don't know who, but man, that looked like it really hurt. It looked like it hurt like a bitch. Hey, but good for him, though. He's still he's still on, he's on the sideline. Uh, but yeah. We're, we're watching the Giants and... Uh, Chiefs, I mean, the Browns preseason games here. Uh, Who's in the game?
2: Kyle I'll, Luetta?
1: No. Well, maybe. Fuck, I don't know. This I don't know either. Is, this isn't the If You Ain't Giants fans, your last podcast. And
2: neither of us are Giants fans no, either. We hate I, the I Giants. Yeah. I, I hate the Giants a whole lot. But, yeah, that I is Kyle Luetta. Lane.
1: All right. Um, I got insight. Richmond, Richmond product.
2: Yep. I got insight about Kyle Luetta, and it wasn't very good.
1: Really, I he had a great he, to me he had a great senior bowl. He looked awesome at the senior That's bowl. That's
2: what I heard, but uh the person that told me it was uh, Lance Zerline, he said he wasn't very good.
1: I wanna watch tape with Lance. I do too. Uh, I mean, especially offensive line tape. I love watching O line tape and that, that guard the Giants drafted at a UTEP Bill Hernandez that dude's gonna be a pro bowler for like the next seven years. I think
2: so too. Everybody thinks he's gonna be really good. They kinda lucked into him. I don't know what hurt his draft stock so much. Though. Planet,
1: Planet UTEP.
2: That's probably what it was. But uh, yeah, we got some Giants football. I think the Texans game is on.
1: Yeah. That might
2: be more important than this game. I know Baker's playing, but.
1: Yeah. J- I honestly just have it on here because the Cowboys play in 44 minutes. Yeah, they
2: play the good the old. Niners. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. And
1: I was seeing how NFL, NFL was trying to hype this game up by showing the best. NFC Championship moments in Cowboys Niners history, like they had a lot of them. Like, yeah, but like you're gonna hype up a preseason game. It's a game preseason game with yeah. highlights from the '70s and '90s and '80s. Like it's like what what? Like, well, we got football back. Yeah, like um, oh yeah, Cooper Rush, just like just like Troy Aikman or Mike White. Yeah, you no, know?
2: he's the next Danny White. Yeah,
1: for, oh hey, there you go. Because they both have White in their name. That's right. But uh, that's White.
2: Yeah, you know, it, that sounds about white. We got a NASCAR promo up.
1: Hey, there's, that's, that, yeah, that's, for, that's for the cup race. Yep. I was looking at 230, and I was like, that's a weird mile mark, but never mind, it's the time.
2: Yep, it's the Sunday 230.
1: That's hey, That'd be, that'd be a cool race. That'd Welcome be a cool the, title. Welcome
2: to the Sunday 230 here at Michigan. <laughs> we have uh, like 80 laps.
1: We don't have much time. <laughs> so let's just hurry up and go to the track.
2: Let's hurry up and get here run our 10 lap seg- or stages let's uh let's let, you want to be controversial
1: yeah all right anthem protest what you think um for for or against listen
2: I'm not gonna sit here and say that they don't have the ra- I'm not gonna anytime I'm in a sporting event and the national anthem plays I'm probably gonna stand yeah, yeah same just because it's how I've done it my whole life right but I'm not gonna sit here and say that what they're protesting is wrong
1: no and it seems like that no one knows what they're protesting at this point. Neither.
2: Yeah. And it almost seems like this is the subject that won't go away, you no. know? And what's funny is like a lot of people are sick and tired. Of, the, the people that are sick and tired of hearing about it are the same people that, that keep bringing it up. They're
1: egging it on. Yeah. It's the Fox news I'm so tired of hearing about this, but Kaepernick should stand. Like, what the hell? Yeah, you're the one bringing, you're the one propagating all this. Now, now look, I I am Team Stand, okay. Obviously, but I'm not gonna like if someone is kneeling because of injustice towards them that they feel like that they've been wronged. Then that's okay. But right. if they're just kneeling just to you know latch on, then that yeah, then that's kind of stupid. That,
2: that's pretty dumb. But then again, I want to ask on this: Where do you draw the line? Like, if we're watching at home okay. and
1: they play the national anthem on the TV, do we have to stand there too? Like, see, that's that's the thing. And then our guy Jerry Jones got in trouble for talking with a hat on during the national anthem. And that he's, did happen, and he's about as team stand as anyone. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, to be honest with you, if I'm watching a football game recorded or uh, a NASCAR race that's recorded. Until the, until the green flag drops, I'm, now, I'm, I'm staying in my bed. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying like if I'm watching the pre-recorded because you know sometimes I work and I won't be able to watch the race live. I'm gonna fast forward to the green flag. Yeah, me too. Like like I'm not gonna I'm not and I'm not gonna stand even if I'm watching it
2: live on TV. Exactly. I'm not gonna do that. But then again, if I'm gonna say that, I can't really get mad at people
1: for kneeling. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and it's. People are just too afraid to look at themselves in the mirror.
2: And the way I see it, I don't even watch the the anthem nine times out of ten for football because I watch the red zone.
1: Right. And I don't want to. I don't want to watch like a whole game. And there was even a period of our lifetime where the players weren't even out on the field for the anthem; they were in the locker room yeah. still. And then the Department of Defense was like, "Hey, here's some money, NFL, get the yeah. players out there." Yep.
2: Like oh nine. Yeah. So now, now the one thing I will say to play devil's advocate on this is. It wasn't too long ago, like maybe three, two or three years ago, when we would rake someone over the coals for for if we were at a sports event and we all stood and somebody decided to sit that we don't even like a nobody, right. like a nobody
1: fan, right?
2: We would shame them,
1: you know? Yeah, and and okay, that that I understand, but it's you can't you can't really hate on somebody if you don't know. Like yeah. obviously, if I if I'm gonna like so I have I've gone to a couple of Astros games. If I'm on an Astros game and there's and there's some like like guy sitting, I'm going to be I'm going to look at him like, "Bro, like Damn it, this yeah." Is America. Yeah, but I'm not going to like I'm not going to be like, "Hey bro, you need to stand."
2: I think at the end of the day, what it all boils down to, if you're sitting just to sit because you don't feel like standing, that's pretty lame. That but if you're doing it because lame. you're protesting something, it's different.
1: And and in terms of fans in the stands, it's it's hard to know what they're protesting yeah. because there hasn't been a – well, I guess there has been something laid out to what they're protesting, but from what you're saying before all this happened, if they're just sitting, no one knows if they're protesting or just yeah, being just, lazy. They, yeah.
2: Um, I, But like I said, at the end of the day, it shouldn't just be about – we shouldn't publicly shame the people who decide to stand like right. Dak Prescott because we don't know. That could be
1: – That could truly be how he feels. Yeah,
2: and – Everybody's like, oh, he's in the sunken place referencing Get Out. Right. I don't think that's the case. No. Because if that's, if, like, what about all the, uh, the Eagles players that stand? Are they in the sunken place too just because they decided to lock arms? Right. You know? Right. I don't understand it. Dak, it's not about, as long as you're not going out of your way to be a dick to people about what they believe, then maybe that's just. Maybe that's just the way people want to do things.
1: Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's there's there's no there's no there's nothing set to what it should be, I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah. And but at the end of the day, this issue I just wish it would go away. It's
1: it's literally such it's an issue that just doesn't fucking matter.
2: Yeah. It, it, now it doesn't because we've blown it up so much. Yeah. But the one thing I don't like um kind of get back to Football,
1: mm-hmm. Ray
2: Lewis in his in his uh,
1: enshrinement speech. He, I didn't watch that. I used to watch all the enshrinement speeches, but man, I just don't care anymore.
2: But yeah, I mean, it's easy easy to think that. But what Ray Lewis said was, when we played, crime was down in Baltimore. I
1: don't know about all that. That was
2: a really blanket statement. Really arrogant. I don't really know, about that. I don't as
1: know well. about all that. Yeah.
2: He also stated that he wanted prayers
1: back in school during during his his speech. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Like, if we're gonna go controversial, let's let's talk about that. We're just, we're just throwing that up. Okay, so if you're gonna let that happen, then you're gonna have to let the Muslim kid do his prayer. You know, yeah, pray. and they do it a lot. I don't and everybody's know, I, gonna have to pray. Exactly. Well, not in every, their own way. If if they want to, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's literally everything nowadays is gonna have to cater to everyone. That's how it's just just how it's gonna be.
2: That's how it should be. I think you know, like I think. Nobody should be excused from whatever they want to do if there's a certain time. You so know?
1: if there's a prayer before a NASCAR race, should there also be a like a, a guy praying and for for Muslims? Of course. You think like
2: if it, listen? They're, they're just gonna
1: line up just just preachers not, and if
2: if you're not gonna do all of them, one one that don't do it.
1: So you're so you're not down with what's happening in NASCAR for that with then. the
2: invocation. Yeah, it's never gonna change, and I know I'm probably gonna get fucking wrecked for thinking this, but yeah. You know, it's really pretty lame.
1: Yeah, it, I like it wherever where they spice it up a little bit. Yeah, when, As, like
2: when that dude did the whole Ricky my, Bobby
1: prayer. Yeah, and another guy did my smoking hot. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, then that's. But like
2: one. honestly, like it's really I don't think I th- I don't think it's productive. You know,
1: I mean it's yeah it's it's for, it's part of the show, but it's tradition. Yeah, it's part of the show.
2: It's, we're we're NASCAR fans. We I, all believe in Jesus. That's here. right, brother. We believe in the only God.
1: Oh, number 11, is that, is that Antonio Calloway? Oh, yep. that's coming back. Yep. Block He's going to get bag. that one.
2: That one's going to come back. That uh, sucks. Really, Antonio Calloway has been in the news
1: recently. For not good things.
2: Yep. As you know, arrested for, or cited for marijuana. And his excuse was, uh, well, my car was shipped from Florida and I never even drove it for months. And,
1: and his license is expired. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now that you can't make an excuse for. No. If you know you're li- why not just get an Uber? Uber
1: you're yeah. an NFL receiver who was drafted like 5th, 6th round. Like come on, man. Yeah. I didn't talked enough
2: talked about enough on hard knocks though.
1: Oh, just just wait. It's coming. And and apparently I have some more breaking news. Des Bryant has tweeted that he will visit the Browns.
2: Is he going to sign?
1: I don't know, but man, that receiver room is going to be really loud and crowded.
2: Des is really painting himself into a corner. Yeah, you know?
1: it's it, it's the the fallout from that from him his c- release from the Cowboys has been bad. We can talk about that like so. Apparently, Dez was pro taking a pay cut. Cowboys cut him anyway. You, you you were okay with that? I never really asked you about that. No, you are never mean, okay with cutting Dez? No,
2: it's, even though he's lacked he lacks the speed that he has. That was Dak's number one receiver.
1: But but do you think that Dak wanted that to be his number one receiver? Probably not. Then 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 why why is it bad they they cut him?
2: I he's just like, I don't know. I, I I'm hoping that two thousand and fourteen Dak or Dez will come back in some way. And I feel if they cut him, he'll go somewhere he'll else. Just get pissed off. And, and get a better quarterback and get not, not a if, thousand yard receiving not season.
1: If, not if he goes to Cleveland or Baltimore. I don't know. Baker's playing pretty damn good right now. Against the most vanilla defense possible.
2: Well, yeah, and he, he is not playing starters. Yeah. But it's overreaction
1: time. That's for preseason. right. Um, but now my take on the Dez thing is I wasn't okay with it, but now if that money that they got turns into Earl Thomas, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm great. That would be awesome.
2: Speaking of Baker Mayfield, pretty uh, pretty weird tweet. Well, not necessarily weird, but weird to see it come from this person, but NASCAR chasm, okay. you know? Yeah, big in the NASCAR community. Uh, Of course, he just tweeted this, which is weird coming from NASCAR. It's a now obviously you can't see it, but it's a tweet that says Baker Mayfield throws one pass in the preseason, and it says Cleveland, right? And it's the banner of Baker Mayfield on the building where LeBron was, right? Now that's a pretty funny tweet, pretty funny meme. Um, you know, I'm sure we would have saw it from an, odd, else. Source. an yeah. odd source, an odd source. Yeah, coming from NASCAR Chasm just hey. makes it
1: even more weirder. That's that's NASCAR Chasm. He he gets us to the kids, man. Yeah, that's the kids drive NASCAR right here. Yeah. Na- Do we even know who NASCAR Chasm is? No, and every picture he puts up of himself, his face is blurred out. I know, I know. Um, Gluck knows who he is. Really? Yeah, Gluck knows. They hang out a lot. What if?
2: Like uh, their brother. What if?
1: What if? What if Gluck is Chasm? We're gonna have to ask him. Come come uh, November. Oh, oh, yeah,
2: uh, I think Gluck oh, would probably go, come on. We're gonna
1: go to the tweet up at Texas. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, are, 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 do you know NASCAR Chasm? Are you NASCAR Chasm?
1: Just, that you have to get like right in his face. Yeah, he can't escape you. Just are you NASCAR Chasm? Like, Gluck?
2: Uh, I don't think Gluck is one of those guys that's like really uh, like outside of the tweet ups. I don't think he goes around and seeks out. Interaction, like. right? No, like, but you can't really see. It's you, his burner, though. That could be his burner. Yeah, it could be. But when you see Jeff Gluck, you don't really recognize him. Like you do Bob Pakris, right? Like it's easy to recognize Bob Pakris when you see him because he's a dork, kind of a dorky looking uh, dude with gluck, exactly what you picture a NASCAR journalist looking like.
1: But Gluck, old Gluck, just kind of looks like everybody else who's there. Yeah, just but a just normal with nicer, guy, nicer clothes on, yeah. probably.
2: But, um, yeah, I don't even know where we were, were here in this segment. We are
1: we're definitely just, we're off everywhere. the rails. Yeah. Um, let me think. Oh, yeah, did you see uh, Carmelo Anthony's now with the Rockets? Uh, the yep. Hawks gave him his jersey. Yeah, I saw that? that. That
2: was pretty funny. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was pretty He good. didn't
1: get the 7. He got the 15. 15, yeah. Um, you know. I, I'm, I'm pro Melo going back to 15. Really? I'm, I'm pro did that. Did he play 15 in Syracuse? Um. Let's see. I don't think he did. Where did he play? Fifteen. That'd be with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Man, that was years ago.
1: A long time ago. Made a Western Conference Finals with that team. That was
2: eternity, eternities ago.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He had Iverson with him. Let's see. Let's see. Of course, of course, Fab Melo pops up because of course. Oh, he he did wear fifteen in Syracuse. Yeah, I figured. So that's. I guess he carried that to the NBA and. That was where he actually won Syracuse. Yeah, won a a national championship there, left of the NBA.
2: Well, his his coach's wife was banging homeless kids, apparently.
1: I never heard about that story. You didn't?
2: Well, it's a long story. Hey,
1: we got, what, 10 minutes?
2: Assistant coach uh, Barney Fine apparently got with some dude. And then his wife got with him too,
1: and it was Whoa. a close story. So it was like a house of cards type deal, like you yeah. know what I'm talking about? It was wow. like a Kevin
2: Spacey type of deal. Wow. That's that's new. It might have been consensual, but it was still statutory rape, oh, more wow. than likely. I hope I hope it was consensual, damn.
1: Yeah. That's a little weird. You didn't hear about that whole scandal in I'm, Syracuse? I mean, when Mello was in Syracuse, I was probably like Eight it wasn't a,
2: it was like way after Mello. It oh, was like way eight after? years. Yeah. Oh. It was right around the Penn State scandal.
1: Oh, just when everyone started coming out and coming yeah. forward. Well, still, though, I mean, I guess, I guess Penn State kind of took the the brunt of that with, uh, with, uh, what's his face? I, whatever. Jerry Sand. Let's San, not even mention San, his name. Sand Husky? Yeah. I oh, feel funny. The, funny story about, well, not, you know, nothing's funny about Sandusky, but no. Whenever that happened when I was in high school and, I was playing football, and my uh, my football team we had um, we break up into teams, ten teams of ten, right for an off season program. And one of my friends' team was named the Sand Huskies. Oh, yeah. Oh boy, a little play on words there. There's a
2: a a town in Ohio called Sandusky. Yeah, I heard they they thought about changing their name.
1: Yeah, that's probably the smart thing to do. The
2: Baltimore Ravens, like. uh, Play-by-play or Baltimore Ravens announcer. His name is Jerry Sandusky, oh but with a God. G.
1: Oh, wow. That's good. Thank God. Shout out that G. Man, I would hate Like, that dude. Like, imagine writing a check. Like imagine God. like like you're calling like you're calling your insurance company. They're trying to verify who you are. Like, what's your name, Jerry Sandusky? Just, with a G, yeah, with a G. It's not me. I'm not the Jerry Sandusky that's, in prison. Yeah, that's not me. I'm calling about my insurance.
2: I'm just a play-by-play guy for the Ravens. Mm. I'm just trying to live my life. You know, I I would change
1: my name. Honestly, I would change it to at, like yeah. Gerald. Yeah. at that point. And I even no, you don't even want anything close. No, you're gonna be Tony.
2: Yeah, or uh, Michael. Yeah,
1: or uh, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Bobbert.
2: He's somewhere in this area.
1: And he's probably going to walk in that door like, don't call me Bobbert.
2: Yeah. Um, so anyways,
1: we're, we're in segment four. We're we, just about done with segment we've four. We've gone
2: over a little bit, I'm
1: sure. I don't know what our timer says. We're at 8.32. But uh, yeah, just overall, a great night. Great to be back. Hey, awesome to be back. I missed you, buddy. I missed you, too. My dad was in the hospital.
2: Yeah. He's I, out now. That's
1: good. That's good.
2: Seems to be doing better. So we're gonna try to come. We I'm gonna try to make this a two two time, two times a week, two times a week type of deal.
1: Okay, so next week this will be a little bit of an issue because you're taking my shifts anyway. Yeah.
2: That when are those? By the
1: way, that'd be uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're, you're gonna my have shifts. to text me. I, time. I I will. It's they're both the night.
2: Um. All right. Cool. Um. As long as they're at night.
1: Yeah. They are. Um, they're, they're they're both for the Blitz. So.
2: One thing I wanted to ask: How did you get on? How did the interview with Bucky's go? How was that? Oh, I'm I'm in. I know, but yeah. how how did how was the process?
1: Um, so just in case, there was I actually had three interviews total. Um, first one was for a job that I don't even have. It was I I went in there and they wanted me to put put me in either food service or maintenance or Fuck something. That. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that. that was you my, look like a guy who knows. Well, yeah, you kind of do. Kind of
2: do look like a maintenance guy.
1: Yeah, I at Kroger kind of was. But, do you uh, work
2: Bucky's and the go kart track? Oh no,
1: I'm I'm gone. Yeah, wow. I'm gone from track. But uh, so yeah, that interview that they basically told me that they'd hired up and that just that they'll keep my name. And so I was kind of like, fuck. That means that you know I'm I'm done. Um, yeah. But then literally the next day, because I told I told the the general manager there I wanted to be car wash, and then the car wash manager called me literally the next day and asked me for an interview that following Friday. Go in there, kill it. Then I get my final interview with like the, like the 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 second guy in line in terms of Bucky's car washes or whatever. And so he gives me the job, and here we are. But, so
2: what? So like you like they? There's a car wash at Bucky's.
1: There's literally yeah, a car wash. At least the never do that. I'm that. At. Yeah, it's, it's like well, Blue Wave. Uh, like wait, what the hell's Blue Wave?
2: Like you know where you drive the car through. Oh, and the
1: and the machine does it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's awesome. Yeah. So literally, my job's pretty easy.
2: I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I don't think there's a car wash at Bucky's in Baytown.
1: Mm, I know there's one. Yeah, I don't think so. I Because my my uh, manager told me there's only like five, and then they're adding one to Denton's. And that's gonna be. I think that either makes oh, yeah. five or makes six. The
2: uh, the the one right next the to the tech, racetrack. The speedway, yeah. I'm gonna be going to that a lot.
1: Yes, sir. So am I.
2: I'm gonna probably go to that outlet mall I mean, as well. Need, need
1: to get some jerky.
2: Yeah, they do have
1: great. Do you get free jerky there? No. Discounted jerky? No. I don't get anything discount. I get I get a free car wash every day. That's bullshit. I get I get free drinks. That's it. Yeah.
2: Oh, I could settle for free drinks. Yeah. All I mean, right. Not, not like free beer or nothing. Yeah, like free ices. Yeah. All right. So this is the uh, this has been. If you ain't finished your last podcast. I'm probably going to do some editing tomorrow. That's fine, and we'll have it up by Friday evening. Thank all you right. for listening. Thank you to Joe. Shout out to
1: Joe who called in on the studio line. Make sure I was going to yell at you until I tell you to tell Joe to listen to our show. Yeah,
2: listen to our show, Joe.
1: He can't hear you. Yeah, but when you do, all
2: right. We'll see you next week. This is the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. I'm Juggalo Trey. He's Tristan Shannon.
1: I am. I, I don't want to speak for you. Uh, Barry Barry doesn't know who I am, I guess.
2: Barry will <laughs> know who you are because I'm going to.
1: I talked to him the other day. I was like, can we go on there and talk some NASCAR? He said no.
2: Yeah, so. he. I would have thought he would have said that. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see you next week. Um, thank you for listening.